Welcome to Leading the Leaders, 7 Minutes of Leadership Podcast. I'm Craig Simmons, your host and president of Leading the Leaders, a small Christian-based veteran-ran leadership consulting group. We believe that proper leadership makes everything better and everyone better. Our design with the 7 Minutes Leadership Podcast is for the leader to take small bite-sized examples of leadership principles and apply those principles into their everyday life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself, and most of all, learn. Hello and welcome back. This is Craig with uh, Leading the Leaders and this is another session we have. Uh, we're going to offer another leadership breadcrumb uh, this day. And one of the things we want to look at, we have uh, been looking at negotiation and how to effectively negotiate as a leader. And I want to sort of go into a specialized area today, but it still will be pertaining to negotiations. So uh, what this is entitled is women and negotiation. And so, like I said before, this is going to be a little special because I think that uh, a lot of people have been given a false sense of... Uh, security that or and or they say falsely that women in negotiation that there's a big problem and that women are getting a bad uh, rap when it comes down to negotiating okay so let's get into this real quick and like i said before this is entitled women in negotiation so what i want to do i want to look remember everything we do um from our perspective, it's from a leadership base. Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to put the leadership spin on it. And we're going to uh, analyze this and examine this from a leadership perspective using the principles and laws of leadership because leadership does have principles. And if you don't follow them, or if you do follow them, if you follow them, you get rewarded. If you don't follow them, you pretty much get penalized. So we want to make sure that we look at this from a leadership perspective, from a leadership viewpoint, and thus we can go forward. Okay? Now, like I said from the offset, many people say that women, for whatever reason, when it comes down to negotiating, do not get a fair shake or in fact that they are sort of pushed aside. Now, I could tell you from my personal perspective, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. And if you look at leadership principles, it does not, it does not add up. And when something don't add up, I know for one, I don't try to make it add up. If it doesn't add up, then that's what it is. I'm going to look at the reality of the truth. When we look at women and when we look at negotiations, one of the things I'm pretty sure you've heard of is the, the glass ceiling. And the glass ceiling is supposed to be pertaining to women. And it's supposed to be pertaining to women in the workplace and how they have a ceiling that they can only go so far up in, uh, within an organization or organizations, and then they're capped. They're stopped. 
And what they're saying is, is that there's an invisible barrier there that will not allow them to go any higher. And once again, to me, that's a myth. And the reason why that's a myth, because if you actually were to look at all the tremendously successful women, not the ones who've been chosen because they're women, I do not consider that person actually to be successful. I'm talking about people that have worked tremendously hard despite all trials and tribulations and problems that come along the way. They persevere and they, and they do what they have to do to be successful. And you got too many examples of that. And like I said before, I'm not talking about people that were given something because of their age, because of their age or given something because of their gender or given something because of their color or given something because of someone they know or what have you. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that have worked their butt off and persevered and kept climbing the mountain regardless of the circumstances. You have just as many women has done that as men. I believe that the so-called glass ceiling is nothing more than a reason to promote a ideology, not because it's actually real. If you go and look at all, a lot of these companies that are tremendously successful, there are women at the top of them and they've been there for years. Was it hard getting there? Probably, but guess what? If you are going to go to the top of any organization, it should be rather difficult to get there because if it's easy to get there, it would mean it's, it'd be very easy for them to then change directions or change you out. You get there because you have the perseverance, because you have the stick to itness that allowed you to get there to begin with. So just because it's hard for a woman or women, does not mean that that's not fair. Matter of fact, the, the opposite is actually true. So when we look at the workplace and we look at things like once, once again, we're talking about the glass ceiling. Well, like I said before, to me, it's just an excuse not to try. You have tremendous women that have done tremendous things. And I can tell you from a personal experience that, if you look at women in negotiation, just like for instance, a lot of people try to say that the glass ceiling is because their women are doing the equal work that men are doing, but they're getting less pay. And I can tell you why that's possible. And it is, it's possible because they do not know how to negotiate. It has nothing to do with them being a woman that, that they're women. It has nothing to do with them being a woman or them being women that they're getting less pay. I can give you an example that I applied for a job. This was back in many years ago. I applied for a job, but anyway, I was, uh, I was suited to go to do the job. I had the credentials to do the job, had the experience to do the job. Um, two of the last two candidates was myself and it was another woman. When they came to me with their, their basically conversation packet and their, what their salary demands were, or what they were willing to pay for the position, I thoroughly rejected it because I said it did not match up with my, my ability to do that job, my experience being able to do that job. And then my credentials, my pedigree to do it. I said, don't match up with your pay. What you're willing to pay me does not match what you want me to do. 
And I can tell you with a surety that that woman that was along with me as the final two candidates took that job. I would have never taken it for the salary it was offering. She did. Nobody forced her to do that. That was her choice. And that's my whole reasoning by saying when we look at things like the glass ceiling, that for all practical purposes is a myth. Let me let me go at this for from a leadership perspective, though, like I said, we would from a leadership perspective. We've been talking about negotiation before. We were talking about the art of negotiation, and then we tell how you can go to the advanced levels of negotiating by learning how there's different types of negotiation when you go into different business settings or different settings. For example, when you're interviewing for a job, that's a type of negotiation. There's a different type of rules you would apply than you're trying to negotiate with your wife or your husband. So when you look at what is being done, for example, Negotiation, and we said it before, negotiating is a leadership skill. It's something that the leader should have in their tool bag. And all leadership principles and all leadership tools can be taught and they can be learned. So if women are not getting a fair shake at the bargaining table, one of the things they should actually be looking at is their negotiation skill because they're lacking. I can tell you, like I said before, not just from personal experience, but if we did collection of data that women who knows how to negotiate will get the same, if not better salary than their male counterparts. No, 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 no training and no actually tuning up their negotiation skill will mean they're going into a negotiation uh, setting without knowing certain things. If you recall, we said the key to being successful in any negotiation, you have to know yourself, know your situation, you know your numbers, okay? But then you also have to know the other party that you're negotiating with. And if you go into a negotiating setting and you do not know these things, you're not prepared to negotiate and you're not prepared to win. Now, if you go in there with the, with the ideology or the idea of losing, yeah, you're good to go. But if you go in with the idea that you're going to win or you're going to at least come to what we can talk, what we can call a balance of negotiation, which means you gain as much as you lost, then you are not prepared. The other side is. So one of the things that I want to actually look at is when you look at our um, negotiating skill, in the skill set that we um, would come into, we want to make sure that we're thoroughly prepared. Like we said before, previously, that includes women. I'm going to give you a great idea and I'm going to cut it off because I did not want this to be too long, but I wanted to, I wanted to address the women in negotiation because it's because to me, that's a different set of uh, rules or regulation. But let's say for example, and I'm going to give you one great example. And like I said before, there's many others, but I'm just going to use this as an example. Let's say that I am a male and I am trying to go into a area that's dominated by females. If I know my numbers, I am not competing against other males. I'm competing against other females. That means 
that when I go into this negotiation, I have to know one myself. I have to know the situation. I have to know the numbers and I have to know what the other party's thinking. I have to know whether or not the other party, like for example, if it's a job negotiation, if I'm trying to get a job, how often do they go off, off record or or outside the box to do hiring? I need to know those numbers. The more I know about what the person or persons that I'm negotiating with, the better my position will be. So, if, so if I'm a female and I am trying to go into a area that's that's dominated by males, I need to know the numbers of what my likelihood is for that people or group of people to hire me, not as a female, but as a male, because it's male dominated. To not do so is, is to me, unexplainable because if we believe that we're going to turn the tables and get them to believe like we believe, then we're misguided. The good thing about, or it could be bad thing about negotiation is that before an agreement is reached, there is an open, is an open uh, blank page. And what you're going to fill it up with is whatever you come, whatever the agreement is. It's nothing set. It's not set in stone. So a person who has creativity, innovation, you know, and they know their numbers and, and, and they know what it is that is their they end goal, the end stated goal, they have a tremendous, uh, upstep or they have a up, they up the competition, so to speak. But if you don't know those things, you automatically going to default back to being in a negotiation where you already like, it's like, it's like having a fight with one hand tied behind your back. Generally you lose those fights. Okay. But women and negotiation, it can be tremendously successful. However, the rules that we said before must apply. They're not different rules. Okay. It's just different focal points. But you still have to know yourself, know your situation, know your numbers, and then know the people that you're negotiating with. Know the other party. If you do those things, and if you're a woman out there, if you're if you're a woman and you're out there and you think that the the thing is canned against you, think again. Look at some leadership principles. I guarantee these things work. The reason why I know they work, I used them, and I used them continuously. So once again, this is Craig from Leading the Leaders, and that's my time. I thank you for listening. God bless and happy leading. Thank you for joining today's episode, the 7 Minutes of Leadership Podcast. If you desire to get in touch with me, you can do so by going to our website, that is leadingtheleadersllc.com. You can also find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, as well as many other quality podcast platforms. Once again, thank you for listening and have a blessed day.